What up, Blurreds and Nerds? It's the Blurred Perspective Podcast. I'm Lady L. And I'm Brother Rue. And today, we have a special guest in the building. Focus, say what's up to the people. What's up? Okay. So, um, we are, what, today's the 24th of January of Year of Our Lord 2021. And it's Championship Sunday. Uh, We're getting ready to see who's all going to the Super Bowl. And we already see Tommy made it. Tommy's back in that thing. He's going to be playing the Super Bowl at home. That'll be interesting. So now we're just waiting to see the Bills and the Chiefs are playing now. And we'll see who wins. But anyways, so last week we had the inauguration happen. It finally went off. It went off without a hitch. It wasn't any drama in 45. Uh, grand opening, grand closing. He out of there. My thoughts, it was awesome. I was excited because we have our first female vice president. And I know people say, oh, it's identity politics. But no, that is awesome that we finally, in a country that's supposed to be so progressive, have a female and a female of color being the vice president. It's dope that we're making history, but... Joe Biden and Kamala Harris have some work to do. They have to undo a lot of, like, stupid stuff that went on for the past four years, as well as move this country forward. Like, we want our ju- we want injustice to stop. We are tired of police brutality, and they have to start making steps to make that happen. Like, that is the one thing that I want them to do like that's my goals for them um we have to finally get this country on the right footing when it comes to all races and and that's just my thoughts on it brother Ru you got anything if they don't do what they said they was gonna do I'm voting Republican oh no in 2024 if if it's Trump you voting Republican if they don't do but they suppose we voted for a racist white dude this year. Okay. We can vote for another one. No, so, I think Joe Biden is atoning for the racist things that he's done in the past. He, I mean, he hired a black lady as his VP. The racist. He's atoning for the racist things he's been associated with. Yeah. So again, if I voted for that racist white man, I can vote for another one in twenty twenty. Trump. Oh, Trumpy no. bear. No, no, no. Trump is a... F- no. <laughs> That'd be the only way I don't Trump? vote is if Trump? It's Trump. But if they get this second impeachment, I don't see how he could run again. Well, we'll see if they can even get it because they're acting like they don't want to do it. But I would say that he does not need like to have all the privileges and the clearances that one is afforded once they're a former president, like, I feel like he was paying, you know, getting pardons, like, taking money for pardons and stuff. Like, that's that's not how we do this. He was basically using the presidency to make money. Here's a scary thought. My son and our special guest, Focus, will be old enough to vote in the 2024 election. So what do you think And you're currently taking U.S. history. 
Yeah. So what do you think you would do at 18, given the right to vote? What would you, what would you be looking for out of your candidate? First off, it can't be racist. I don't fool with that. Like, it's messed up. Like, God made us equally. Like, why you gotta be racist for what right. we do, bro? And then it's like, then just this part, it's like, dang. Like, if I do a crime and then a whole other person do a crime, we gonna get different sentences. It's, it's retarded. Yeah. Like, the privilege of it all. Exactly. Like, I don't like that. Like, I'm looking for somebody who ain't racist, somebody who ain't stupid, mm. somebody <laughs> who, like, knows how to deal with stuff. Like, Trump just, he the reason why we're still in this whole pandemic. Like, yo, we would have been out of this. Yeah, we need an adult in the room. You know, like, when things go wrong and you're looking for the adult in the room. And I think Trump was looking for that adult and then realized it was him. And he was like, uh-oh, I'm not equipped to deal with this because I don't even care. If it doesn't make money for him, it doesn't make sense. Even though he hasn't made a lot of that in quite a long time. but I mean, it's Trump. You know. Um, what about these Bernie memes? These Bernie memes have been giving me life. Why are they... <laughs> Why are they doing that man like that? Like I said, oh, no. Bernie was sitting there trying to figure out for all the stuff he did getting beat up and arrested in the, the civil, civil rights, rights movement. Movie. How the hell did the racist white guy beat him out for the president? Well, we all know. He's like, huh, he actually didn't like these motherfuckers and they voted for him. Ain't this about a bitch? But you know, Bernie, I don't know, Bernie's just a little... I like Bernie, but I think he would have been too much. Like, we have to first unbrainwash the cult. That is the Trump supporter. And we're happy to report we did have a neighbor that had a Trump train uh, flag up. But after many side eyes, they decided to put an American flag up. It's like, okay, well, I can get an American flag too because I'm a, I'm American. Yeah, for real. As of January 20th, 2021, we have a Democratic Congress. Yeah. From the presidency to the House to the Senate. These mofos Better get ain't it done. got no excuse. Yeah, they can't say. Not to be able to get something done. Right. I ain't looking for no handouts hmm. like these people waiting on the stimulus check. Right. None of that shit. What I about reparations? You. Do you uh, care about that? Yes. I, what I want is for them to stop killing us first. Can we stop dying in the streets at the hands of police first? Then we can talk about these reparations. I'm tired of being the villain in this country. So, they need to reform police. They need to hold them accountable when they mess up like any other profession. And I absolutely would like reparations. There are ethnicities or cultures mm -hmm. or races, however you want to look at it, mm -hmm. that have gotten reparations for shit that didn't even happen to them in the United States of true, America. True, 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 true. And we ain't got nothing but dirty looks and villainized for stuff that actually happened to us in the United States of America. They say we're whining. How do Jews get reparations for something that happened over in Russia right. or Germany? Germany. How in the hell did And the we Japanese actually fought on their behalf in the war, so I don't... What else you need? Japanese okay. got goddamn reparations for being put in uh, Con those concentration camps. Yeah, camp. not concentration. Oh. 
So it's not Retention camps. Yeah. Right? yeah. Because of in Pearl Harbor. Refugee camps, yeah. Because when J- Japan attacked us at Pearl Harbor, they started rounding up the Asians. Yeah. So they, they started rounding up the Japanese. And I could be wrong. And they did them wrong. But they gave them reparations. But bottom line. They apologized. I'm, if, if I'm not mistaken, even Irish Americans have gotten some form of reparation. But the people you actually enslaved and forced to build the infrastructure of this country, you ain't gave us shit. But dirty looks and told us to get over it and catch up. Yeah. And then you took something like affirmative action and gave it to homosexual white men and gay women. And yeah. then tried to tell us, well, that's why I'm a black person gets something as affirmative action. Yeah. The fuck I don't deserve my job. That's what they'll say. So, yeah. So, with that said, I know Brother Rue has been arguing. On the Zuckerberg verse mm-hmm. with people, don't I don't understand. People. So I I wrote something down because I just I thought it was weird. Like somebody tried to call Brother Rue racist, yeah. and I'm just like, how how can blacks be racist? Even if we can be a black person being racist, actually can't oppress another race. They hold the jobs. They hold the positions of power. What they the- hold the loans. So when they're racist, we can't get a loan. We can't get a job. We can't get into the school we want to go to. We can't live in the neighborhood we want to live in. But when we're racist, all you get is the white guilt that you seem to do nothing about. This dude called me racist. I'm a black man in America. How? There is no way I can be racist. It's weird. Because white people... Are not the minority, and they are not marginalized, which are two stipulations of being racist. He probably meant that he was trying to call me a bigot. Um, but maybe that's what he meant. Define bigot. But he didn't know the difference in the words racism and and bigot. bigotry. Yeah. So I just you know bigot is a person who is is unreasonably attached to a belief. Opinion of faction, especially one who is prejudiced against or antagonistic to that sounds Trump so like Trump's a yeah. maybe even could have said prejudice would he even been a better way of what he was trying to say, even though all three of them are wrong because the stance in which he called me pre- racist was because I asked them how come Trump said the election was so rigged and so falsified that in the four years that he was president. He didn't pressure anybody to change it. Change anything about voting laws. And his response to me was, you're racist. What? So then me and him went into a debate that lasted about three hours. And at the end of it, he deleted the whole thread (laughs) because I made him look like a dumbass. Oh, Zuckerverse. And then he only commented, you're racist. And I was like, cool, whatever. And I told Brother go ahead. What you got? So, that made me mad. Like, how you gonna call somebody racist over that? That, that... that yeah. It's stupid. Like, it's stupid. Use another word. Use more words. The thing is, he obviously be, couldn't come up funny. with any good reason. So, he just started name calling. That's usually what they do. Then he told me that I was emotional. And I'm like... I asked a question about somebody posting 
about the election being rigged. Right. And somebody still in votes. And you say, I'm emotional when you, the one, first sentence, is name calling? Mm-hmm. How is that emotional? Like, the question, the, the post was, why do you need valid ID credentials and approval to be at the inauguration, but you don't need those to vote or enter the country? But yes, you do need those to vote. So. And you need a visa to like, enter the country. It's like, who, who have you been listening to? I was like, you know, it's the day of the inauguration. Like, let this shit go, man. Y'all lost. They like, won't let it go. They can't. So, you know, this is what I'll say to people on the internet. If you are not black and you are having a discussion with a black person, stop assuming that that black person does not read a book. Mm-hmm. Is not knowledgeable in the subject that you are speaking on. We can go to school too. Not look for facts. Yeah. Like I hate and the other thing is stop thinking that we only talk from emotion. Right. That's just annoying. And, and even if we fine. did, so we come from a lineage of people who have literally Hold on, real quick. And one more thing. Stop acting like your opinion is a fact. Right. It's Anything your they say is fucking a fact. opinion. Thank yeah. You. It is not a fact unless you're going to give me academic proof of what you say. And not a Fox News. Give me nothing off of Fox News or no, CNN. A blog. No, no. Give me something academic. I will take Stanford, Harvard, fucking, I'll take PV as long as it's an accredited <laughs> right. academic institution. institution. And a professor. Yeah. That did research. Yeah. And these are the statistical facts of yeah. the research. And we're going to keep it in context of the research. Yeah. But your opinion is not a fucking fact. Yes, I okay, agree. Okay, what you say? Well, I mean, I was just going to say, how many years of not listening to us do we not get emotional? I remember somebody was saying that, that you were arguing with that black people are all violent. And that's just not true. No, he didn't say... He didn't say all black people were violent. He said all liberals and were violent. Really? Because most liberals are tree huggers who want to help the environment. So how how could you be violent if you want to help hug a tree? I'm I'm not understanding. Okay, I take that back. Cause he, he deleted the goddamn on post. Actually, the conversation was Specifically between me and that person, you—that's what it was. He yeah, said we're that, violent. Uh, how black dare, on black crime? No, no, no. It wasn't nothing about black on black crime. He was talking about the the outrage about the people rushing the Capitol, and he was like, kind of like, you know, for y'all to be sitting up here and liberals try to act like they're the most peaceful people in the world when they're the quickest to violence is uh, hilarious. And I was like, no, he was like, he didn't say hilarious. He said something. And I was like, that's funny, but it's also scary. Mm-hmm. It's, it's wrong, but it's so wrong that it's scary and hilarious at the same time. And then his immediate response to that was, you're racist. Yeah. That's what the that's what happened oh, in the conversation. Oh, okay. It's, I, tried to, I wasn't smart enough this time to screenshot it. Dang it. Because I was just having a conversation. Because the initial person that... Um, Posted it about the uh, voter fraud and I mean the IDs and, and the IDs you got to have at the inauguration. We used to work together and we was real cool when we worked together. Right. You know, but that was like a long time ago. Two thousand, two thousand one or something. 
So people change, and I'm not saying he got better or worse. I'm just saying we haven't really communicated outside of Facebook. So right. the person I know was a real cool dude. Yeah, and so he might I was still trying to be. keep it, you know, nice. I was trying to keep it light. Just have a but discussion and the let people him know. that he knows had they comments, and I'm just, I'm the kind of person that I used to be like, I don't care. But I'm just like, dude, some of these people are. That they they opinions are so wrong right. that it's just scary. Like I, I, it started for me with the black on black crime. Yeah, whether you was black or white, if you said something about black on black crime, I, I had to comment. It's like, why it's like, is that the first defense you got? That's something that we need to address within our community. It's sad. It's stupid. But there's also a white on better. white crime. But yeah, and nobody's saying that they need to stop white on white crime. I've said I listened to a million times murder podcast yeah. where white people are killing multiple white people, and nobody's saying this is a problem that needs to stop. Proximity crimes happen. Yes, I say it over and over. So, yeah, it was just, it's just. So, like, even today, so when I see somebody say something I feel is misguided, I always try to give the other side of the argument. I wouldn't even I don't give them the time myself, of day, block, delete. I don't consider myself liberal. I don't consider myself conservative. I consider myself me. And it just depends on what I agree and disagree with. And if I feel like somebody's only looking at one side of the conversation, I just simply try to give them the other side of the devil's advocate. Is the best way I can explain the way I do it. So, but they don't want to hear that. When this dude got the, when these dudes got the, and the thing that scared me the most, or that was the most off-putting about the whole thing, they're in the military. Yeah, that's what's happening. A lot of military people are being misguided, and I'm just like, you are allowed in the military, and you know you're defending me too, right? You know, like as a military personnel. You also defend me in this world. With that thought process. So I can just assume that every black person that was in their brigade or in their unit or whatever probably died. Right. They probably set them up for failure or themselves shot them. Right. They tried to make it seem like Charlie did. Ooh. <laughs> so I, I just feel some, so in situations like that, I feel some kind of ways like you're in the military. You coming off as if you think less of black people, right? And then you served in the military with black people overseas, yes. Where people were dying. Well, I, these are your fellow Americans. If I, anybody should know that, it's y'all. I should hope you was not in a position of power because God knows what kind of situations you put those black people in. Same thing with police. One of the guys is a police officer, so I know when you see a black person. Your idea of that black person is less than. Right. You don't give them the benefit of the doubt. So how is it that you are a police officer with that thought process about black people? Right. And I'm supposed to believe that you're fair and impartial. And it'll never change because I I majored in criminal justice. And in one of the classes that I had with police officers in uniforms, they were saying that... Basically promoting that police only hang around other police. So you'll never get a better scope of the world if you're never around civilians to say, you know what, they're not all bad. Like you just think about your adrenaline and what happens on the job and that relationship as police officer and civilian. You're never going to see these people as your equal or, or as humans and have empathy because you are actually taught not to 
fraternize with people who aren't police. It's weird, but and I really felt uncomfortable in the class when they were talking about this because I'm like, what do you mean y'all only hang around police? That doesn't make any sense. I can see that because we went somewhere one time mm. and outside of family, everybody else was a police officer. Right, and they were looking at us crazy and I was and just I'm ready just to like, go like, you know what? Ugh. You used to have friends that were not all police officers. Right. right. So, it wasn't indict. It wasn't an indictment on that person because that person was still cool as fuck. Right. Was still very open, honest, and he made everybody feel comfortable. But the vibe from them is like they're outsider. Yeah. That's crazy. We're humans, right? And you it's bleed out like, your. You bleed. The other vibe I got is is because we were family of that person. We were okay. Yeah. But what if we wasn't family? What if you person? saw me on the street? Yeah. So I I I, I can see that. I can get that because. I, I kind of see that, even with other friends that we have, like outside of their family, some of the other guests are just fellow cops. Yeah, and I'm just like, okay. And the reason why I thought back then I was very young when I was, you know, in college, and I thought, well, maybe they do that because so. Let's say a cop gets drunk at a party. Well. If a cop gets drunk at a party, or if he's doing, like, illegal drugs or what have you, he can't really do that around civilians, because the civilians are going to side out, right? You don't tell on your motherfucking ass. I'm talking! And so, that's what I initially thought it was about, but then, like you said, as we've grown up, and we actually know police officers, and... Hang with some police officers, actually. I've been out with some police officers, out to Cubs and whatnot. Of course, they were not on duty, but these people grew up just like us. So, they didn't, I I didn't feel like there was ever any, you know, separation. Like, well, I'm a copper here now. It wasn't like that to me. But when we went to where you're talking about, I felt that vibe. And I was, like, ready to go because it's like... Well, what are we doing here? Like, why are we the outsiders? Yeah, we are family. Y'all are just and, the friends, honey. And once once everybody got liquored up, everybody come, you know, it was cool. You know, it was nice. It ended up being very nice. But I could just kind of, and maybe that's, I don't know. It's happened at places where it wasn't civilians and cops, where people were just trying to fill each other out. And that's a possibility. No, not at a party usually. I'm not giving the benefit of the doubt because of who it was, but I, yeah, I've had that before. Where oh, well, that's guys. <laughs> well, let no. me see. I'm a macho man. Is he a macho yeah, man? Is know, that the shit you're talking on, about? Hold on, hold on, Focus, you got to hold on a second. I know we kind of you, you know you sitting there looking crazy, but hold on a second. Yeah, we've been to some of your friend's house. Okay. And whether it was their friends oh. or their family, we done got looked upside our head. Oh, that happens in close proximity. Until they realize, exactly, <laughs> that realize, okay, they cool or they, but they that's friends dumb as or hell. they're the neighbor or something. But and then that's like, stupid. Oh, yeah, cool. I wouldn't be here. So you think I just crashed the party? Is that yeah, what like you think? Just, yeah, like we just popped Dumbass. up. So, yeah, so. 
that's why I'm, I give it the benefit of the doubt, but I, I kind of felt it. Mm-hmm. And I felt it in other situations. Well, the only thing that made me really think about it and go back to that, my time in criminal justice, is um, American Skin. Like, we won't give up the movie, dope but there are, por- there are portions of the movie. Dope it's dope because they are giving a perspective of the police hey, officer. I'm going to tell you, I'll see you. And I had this conversation. Now I ain't gonna tell y'all that part of the conversation I had with Focus. But I didn't want to watch the movie. I, di- I didn't. I'm over watching movies like that. My thing is, why do we have to keep. It's not even why do we have to keep rehashing stuff like this. Yeah. It's like, just let's get the positive stuff. Let's keep the movies where we are business professionals and yeah. educated and we doing amazing things and it's positive. Yeah. Let's not keep focusing on the trauma of what's happening to us. Right. Like a slave movie. But goddamn. I know. I'm glad I watched that movie. Because that movie said everything that everybody's been saying from both sides. From both sides. Of the argument. Yeah. My only problem with that movie is conservatives are not going to watch it. Yeah. That, By see, and large, they're not going to watch that movie. It's like, At least the ones I know, I know they're not going to watch yeah, it. Yeah, it's like 12 Years a Slave. It's like Harriet. It's like um, all the, all the What's slave the movies. Antebellum. Like, Antebellum. The Hate You Give. Uh, they're not watching 13th, 13th on fucking Netflix. They're not going to watch that When shit. they see us, they're not watching that. We're watching it. So to me, watching it is beautiful art. Shout out to Spike Lee. But I just feel like they're always preaching to the choir. Real quick, million dollars worth of game. Shout out to Get the Kid now. I think it's Get the Kid that got a million dollars worth of game. Mm. But make a movie like that, but don't make it so well known that that's what the movie's about. Right. Hide it inside the premise of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Message. You know, <laughs> make a movie where that's what the movie's technically about, but unless you watch it, you won't realize it. Right. And then once you realize it, you like, holy shit. Like, do some Tales from the Crypt shit. Or do it. Or was it? No, Tales from the Hood. Do Tales from the Hood. Or, you know what would have been dope? I say, make it like that one show where they actually shot a white boy. Like, they flipped it. So, it was like, so y'all can have empathy. Okay, cool. We'll make it a little white kid that got shot. Because y'all going to be like, Billy had so much promise. You know, because y'all don't have any empathy for the little black kids. And the little boy in American Skin was actually 14. And Brother um, brother Rue and I's son is 14. And so I was really done with watching the movie after that because I don't want to have to see that. Like, why is that the trauma that we always have to carry around every single day? I think about... The joy, you know, I want to feel when my son gets to learn how to drive. But then I have to be reminded that, oh, no, whether he drives a Pinto or a nice car, you know, we got to teach him how to be careful. And so, first of all, the name of the Give the Kids podcast, Million Dollars Worth of Game. Uh-huh. And the movie, that the TV show that my wife's talking about is Shots Fired. Shots Fired. With, uh... Shania Lathan. Shania Lathan, yeah. So, um, that that was, hey, that almost took me out. When that happened in that movie, 
and you find out uh so now Lathan uh Stephen and Stephen James story mm. goes to. Mm. When that movie told the age of that boy, I wanted to turn that shit off. Yeah, I don't know why we continue I to watch it. I could not understand so I would not understand something like that happening to my job. At all. But they don't and the interesting thing again without telling the movie is that they were side eyeing him like why are you mad? He was supposed to just let it go. He was just supposed to let that's it. A, that's the thing. That's, go. that's the thing that kills me with police officers. No pun intended. And God, I did. I wasn't aggressive. I complied, and I was doing what I could to get home to sue the motherfuckers later. Just so y'all know. But that was the thing that that irked me about the situation and about situations like those. The cop made a mistake. Oh well. It, Get over it. Live with it. He's a cop. He did the he best. He wants he could. to get home to his family. He, he, yeah, it's like forget our families. Cops are supposed to be trained. They're supposed to know the law, so we don't hold them to that standard. We hold them to a standard below the uh, civilians. That shit just was. It's like if you so know better, you should do better. Based on the movie, that one of the characters. The characters that you would think would stay the same and stand firm in their stands, they kind of lightened up and seemed to me that they changed at the end of the movie. But at, in the end, we know that that doesn't and mean then, anything. The, uh, <laughs> the one person you would have thought would have came to the defense, fixed his shirt and, and, and poked his chest out and walked the fuck out. And I'm just like, yeah. It was and, a good movie, though. It was though. a good movie. I mean, good acting on all sides. Um, I forgot the brother's name that played Nat Turner. He was the main character. Yeah. And and uh, what's what's James James St. Patrick's name? I don't know anybody's real name. <laughs> He's Ghost. <laughs> and I'm gonna call him Ghost. I don't think Focus saw any of the movie when us. He didn't need to. Same old Focus story. Same old day. Unless we go to the movie theater. Other than that, he in his room playing on his system with his friends. Nate Parker was Lincoln yeah. Jefferson. Amari Harwick was Omar Scott. And then... Yeah, the guy from... Um, what's the Marvel show? That's him. Oh, uh, Theo Rising. Yeah, he was in... Um, what's what's the Marvel show they canceled? Bulletproof Hoodie. Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Oh, that was him. Yeah, that was him. And I was like, oh. I was getting confused. With the dude from uh, Oz and uh, uh, Alvarez. I don't know why I mixed those two. Really? Yeah. Yeah. They don't look anything alike. I don't know. Anything. Yeah. Okay. okay, well, I mean, speaking of movies, I had an interesting conversation. I asked both of you. You know, we had Tenet come out, $200 million movie. Didn't get to really have a big release. We still haven't saw Fast and the Furious. Uh, Wonder Woman, by Brother Root standards, didn't make any money. This is what he said. Not what I said. He said that it was a big production budget and it didn't make any money. I said that they should have did what Disney Plus did. That's what I said. And charged people $30. But anyway, Uh I was just thinking, so... We saw a couple of movies this week. Um, what was the movie with Russell Crowe being the Road Rager? Road 
Road Rage? No, I well, it should have been called Road Rage, but it was like snapped or something. Something like that. Um, You're supposed to write this stuff down. I know, I forgot. But I, I knew the name of it until I tried to say it, though. <laughs> Unhinged. Um, Unhinged, right? And I'm pretty sure the production budget for that movie was basically Russell Crowe's salary. $10 million. <laughs> $10 million. That's all it took to make that movie, okay? So, I just, moving forward in this corona situation... I just wonder. Thirty three, and like I said, he probably made twenty of it. Is Russell Crowe for God's sake? But um, I just wonder if we should even go back to these high production films if we can do it for so much cheaper. What you thinking? I mean, I know you like the special effects focus, but what do you think? I mean, did you like? Wonder Woman, did you? Yeah, I liked it. Okay, so, so you're okay with the the CGI's and yeah, if you could, whatever they can do is whatever they can do. <laughs> like I can't fix nothing. I, I ain't the one making the movie. I, I mean, you could be. I mean, whatever they do is whatever they do. You want them to make movie magic, however yeah, they make it. Exactly. It's, it is what it is. If they okay, Trump. Do it, what about you, brother? I don't uh, agree with what uh, Focus is trying to say. That whatever the vision is for the movie that's going to make the best movie for the viewing public, I think they should do it. Mm-hmm. Whether it's needed that it got to be $200 million to make the movie, because then you get um, flops and busts. Yeah. I mean... It is, it is like it that is. John Carter movie. Yeah, that, yeah. Like, <laughs> and, and just to be honest, Battleship. I, I liked. First of all, you being disrespectful. Battleship is because it was the same actor in both movies. Yeah, it was. And he did a good job. And that was Battleship was actually the first movie Rihanna was in. Okay, I love mistaken. Rihanna. Shout out to concept you, Rihanna. Battleship was pretty cool. I'm not watching that movie. The concept was cool. It actually incorporated the actual. Board game into the movie. Focus, have you ever played Battleship? No. Do you want to play Battleship? I don't know, possibly not. Exactly. I rest my case. I actually don't, but I rest my case. (laughs) I rest my case. In case has that is not a fair question because he was born in two thousand and six. Two thousands. Well, I was in two thousand, but you you giving away uh, access code. So me and my wife uh-huh. got this, this this running theory that all these challenges that people do on the internet, oh yeah, with access codes and well, passwords. no, they know your family and stuff now. So like no, they can figure out your passwords. So I was saying, I, I don't was, know that it's about passwords. I think yeah. it's about knowing who you the are. Challenge questions and shit. Yeah, I don't think it's about that. I oh, think it's just about questions. knowing who your family well, members are. It's kind of like eagle eye. Or what's the movie with Will Smith where enemy of the state type stuff? Where yeah, son challenge. If I saw you a I picture of my son, now you know how my son looks. I think Daughter challenge. Passcodes. I think they give your kids birth dates. They get the facial recognition off of the. They get the facial recognition off of the picture that you posted. Uh, your borderline probably zoom in and try to get your handprint. Sure. It's, sure. It's past. 
Cause they ain't just trying to learn your family history so they can run up on your kid. No, oh, they might. They, they might. Trying to get it all. They want your bank account. Well, it's some old weird crap, but I digress on that. Yeah, as far as the movies, I think the product, the high production budgets also help to employ a lot of people in California. Yeah. Like, like a lot of people, when that uh, those credits are rolling, all of those people make that movie happen. There's hundreds of thousands of people that could be on a movie set at a time, um, you know, getting donuts, doing makeup, setting props, yeah. buying props, getting locations, the lawyers, everybody got to get paid. So, I mean, it would just be interesting moving forward to see. How that all shakes out. I think that it's not necessarily about the budget. I think it's about whether or not these theaters are going to reopen. But the the crazy thing is, half the people that worked at those theaters have probably found other jobs. Mm. So for the theaters to reopen, they're going to probably have to have hiring events. And hire new staff and managers and stuff. Because unless they offer some kind of severance or, or, or a percentage pay... While the theater was closed, a lot of those people probably moved on and found other jobs. Yeah, or that's sad too because that's a nice on, job for a youngster. Maybe they sitting on unemployment because they keep giving them extra money. But do they? They keep acting like that's going to run Half out. these people so. ain't going back to work until they stop giving them extra money on unemployment. Well, I so, mean... <laughs> whether it was $600 or $300 now, it is hard as hell. To get people to take a job now. That shit is crazy. Well, my thought process is none of us should be in a building if we don't have to. Including teachers. Including students. Like, the virus. So, it was kind of interesting, right? When this all dropped and my job, you know, finally did what they did in March. The end of March. Everybody kept thinking, oh, they'll have a vaccine in two weeks. Then two weeks turned into two months, and two months turned into six months. But then everybody got to the point where they were over it. I don't understand how you can be over something that's still killing people. By the way, people are taking the vaccine and dying. Totally healthy people. So we won't be over it is what I'm saying. And so people who want to have parties... And, and my wife has so much disdain for people when she looks at their face. I want to not, though. And they had a party or something. And it ain't even that they had I a want party. to not have that, the though. The don't got on masks. I'm sorry. The people don't have on masks, whoever they may be, she gets irate. I don't get irate. Just don't come sit around me. Don't come breathe my air. Because, okay, so that that's an interesting thing so we we live in houston like we've said that already people know we live in houston texas and our mayor our mayor did something interesting this week um he bow wow had an event or i guess he was at a party last weekend and he wasn't the only one. Tweeted out that Bow Wow needed to basically get the hell out of town. Go back to ATL where y'all are open and leave us out of this because our bars are closed. Because it was they showed a clip full of people with no mask on in a club. 
which we're not supposed to be doing right now. Now, that brings up a good point. Now, what do y'all think? Do y'all think this is a hoax and we should just be over it and go out there and risk our lives? I mean, you're you're a student. You're you would be having a good time at school this year. What do you think, Focus? Your whole eighth grade year. Has been uh, ruined. Part of your seventh grade year. It's no, been crushed. Half of your middle grade. But middle is it worth it to go out? Messed up. You won't have an eighth grade. I'd rather grade be time. alive. Exactly. Then deal with. I'd rather be alive. It's like, as much as I hate this pandemic, I wouldn't risk nothing. Even if I was offered money, I wouldn't risk it. Okay. It's not that worth it, bro. Just wear your mask, wash your hands, do what you gotta do. <laughs> yeah. I feel the same way. Unfortunately, I have to leave the house to go to work. I don't go anywhere else. I don't eat out of restaurants. That's just me, though. But I'm gonna do what's been working for me. But I also know people that go everywhere and has never stopped having parties and going places and they haven't gotten sick knock on wood you know and god bless them that's my thing but you know i'm not young honey like right now i got a situation in the family and people are going to visit a sick person an older person 81 years old and people are calling me like hey when you gonna go visit do you like, think that's safe? We go to work every to? day. Like, yeah, I go to work every day. I'm around people. And she, this is my grandmother. She just got out of the hospital. It's like, if y'all want to do that, fine. But I feel guilty if, if she, she got, got sick, sick right after I visited her. That's not an excuse not to visit my grandmother. I'm horrible at visiting people anyway. I get that. But... I have even more of a reason not to do it because... That's literally I what they told us not to do. don't feel comfortable. I would rather FaceTime. I've told my mom and them how to do FaceTimes. FaceTime me. Yeah. But to think that, oh, well, why you don't go visit your grandmother? Your cousin such and such is there, and this cousin is there, and that cousin And there. that's not and safe like, either. Good for them. Let them put her at risk. I'm not going to do yeah, it. Yeah, it won't be me. And that's what anything. Christmas. Right. Christmas birthday, looked like, really different that? last year. I'm I mean, like, yeah. Is well, anybody last at your year, house yeah. right now? No? Okay, I'm on my way. Somebody With masks. Before I get there, let me know. And then when I get home, we going to know offense. So I'm going to get green tea. And then And sanitize. And yeah, like, I don't know what this is. I don't want to know what this is. I know people that have beat it, and that's great. I don't want to know what 10 years that'll look like that I beat it, but then something else happens. And then you can't do anything about it. Like, I don't know. You have people, the 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 non-maskers who are saying it's not that big of a deal, and people get life over it. But I don't know what that'll do to me. Life is about a bunch of ratios. Life is a bunch of probabilities. Yeah, it really is. Why am I going to increase the probability of me getting sick? Or why would I increase the probability of me dying? Or getting my family sick. the probability of somebody else getting sick and dying? Anything can happen from one second to... Life is second to second. Yeah, it really is. People realize it or not, want to admit it or not, life happens from second to second. And anything can happen within that second. 
But why am I going to? That's like me running off a cliff and <laughs> saying, "Well, like, I'm going to die anyway. I might as well run off this cliff." Well, but that I think that's the thing. People are like, "I'm wasting my life away in the house. I'm going to go out. I want to go outside." I, I've learned and I've come to the agreement that you shouldn't just live life; you should experience it. But right now, experiencing life is hard. Not to mention, they're about to tell y'all. Y'all can't get on their planes without a test. So, let's see. Or the vaccine. So, let's see how that works. We'll see if people still running to Miami. I asked this question on goddamn line on Facebook one time. And some ass clown took it the wrong direction and ran with it. So much so that I had to reword it. Because my thing was, as a joke... If your kids had to take the vaccine before they go back to school, you still gonna make them do it. And it was a sarcastic comment that apparently some <laughs> people didn't Somebody catch. took that and to yeah, heart. Yeah, they wanted to answer it literally. But it was a joke. It was a play on the fact that people been complaining about, about having to homeschool their kids right. and be their school teacher. And it's like, okay, you want to get rid of your kids so bad, you're going to make them take this vaccine to get them back into school? Exactly. And somehow they went, well, schools can't make the kid take the vaccine yeah, because they can. it hasn't been a year and this other goofy-ass shit that nobody asked. Hmm. It's like, first of all, your kids are supposed to have to be vaccine to go back to school unless the rule changed. Yeah, they, you have to have vaccines. School. I had to get shot records for my child. So. Yeah, so I'm like, what the they fuck don't play that. You got to get a special exemption or something for your kid to not have to get those vaccines. Because as far as I knew, you had to get one. But again, people just being weird. Do I like having to homeschool my kid? No. He found out the hard way that I'm gonna play that shit, and I'm a big asshole that in his teachers. Yeah. Movie. But he's but, my child. Right. He already understands the expectation in my house. Right. So it wasn't that much work other than me just actually looking over his goddamn shoulders. Right. But so he knew to try to keep his grades up to a reasonable expectation. So focus, what do you think? Do you would you want to go back to school just to see your friends? Or or would you rather be safer? Think about it this way. Your first uh, real dance would have been this eighth year. Grade homecoming. It would have been prom. It's an eighth grade prom, eighth grade homecoming. I don't both. see. Both. Yeah, I guess they it's have just homecoming. Both. But that was going to be so both. you lost out on that opportunity. Or like these high schoolers that lost out on that Their opportunity. Their prom. Their prom <laughs> so knowing what you know now. And the potential for missing out on your football season in freshman year and your your proms and stuff, what do you think? I mean, I really don't know. That's the fact. I really don't care. Because like I'm still getting sick. Exactly. And then it's like, dang, I'm fitting up for myself and then y'all at risk and whoever else I go around at risk to like, to be honest, I now really don't care. I'm not tripping. As long as I don't put myself at risk or y'all at risk, I, I don't care. Yeah. You don't feel like you be missing out on anything? You don't feel like you be missing out I, I on do, anything? but at the same time, I don't care. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's not going to be worth it to risk it now. Like, so it, that's an interesting funny. topic, right? Like, 
We thought all these things were important, like when you were in middle school. Yeah, whatever. You thought well, he found out that it was that the end he of the world. Wear free dress. His ass was thinking about going back. To but school. then he thought about it, and then sure. those COVID notices kept coming every week, like clockwork. And I just said no. Nope. So they say that the kids are okay, right? And the young people going out there. But meanwhile, they got all free these dress kids. School. I would go back. Yeah. He was like, hmm. I was joking, yo. Don't hold that against me. But that's the thought. I don't think they'll ever go back to uniforms now. Why would they? Why would they? Hey, real quick, off subject. Fuck whoever in the Houston Alden District that voted for goddamn uniforms. I know why they did it. I know why. I, I hate you. Let me tell Fuck you. you very much. Let me tell you what happened. What? Because I've talked to some people who actually thought it was a good idea. They say school that well because the kids can't tease the other kids, so now they got more of a focus on their face if they're ugly or you got ragged ass shoes on. You getting this work? Yeah, like I, I'm. Look, I I was a kid. Okay, first of all, it's not like. Anybody's running around in Versace or any of that. Kids don't care about that kind of stuff. They just wear comfortable clothes, t-shirt and jeans. Nobody's wearing Tommy this and Paul. It was not like when we were in school, right, Focus? It's, no, it's not like that. And like, then you still get roasted for your shoes, even if you have uniform, yo. Like... Yeah. It makes no sense. They'll find something. They'll find something. You know, Chris Rock said this um, in a special we watched. You know, we kind of need bullies. I, I hate to say it, and I hated being bullied I at school. Bullied too. It's annoying. But doesn't it make you better? It makes you want to yeah. succeed. Having yeah. bullies makes you do better. So I was saying how Chris Rock actually... You know, say we need bullies in school. So by them having uniforms, they think they're leveling the playing field of people. But when you go to, okay, so at my job, right, there are people with Gucci bags. So by the standard of what they're saying, nobody should be allowed to carry a Gucci bag at my job because everybody doesn't have a Gucci yeah. bag. That's not how the world well, works. <laughs> if y'all were really worried about kids getting teased, then you would have made the shoes uniformed also. You don't tell them that. To get that. Shirts, you don't want them wearing the one that I'm Shirts, <laughs> pants, and then vans or sketchers. Or no. Some shit like or that. Or let them wear a suit. I would rather you make my child wear a three-piece suit to school every day. Yeah. Because you got him in a Walmart uniform. We trying to get him ready for like three-piece suit courtroom. Yeah. You know. That's what we doing over here. Uniform. Let's go to NBA route. Let's go to some scrubs. Let's go to Dr. Scrubs. Let's do that in a doctor coat. Make that the uniform. Scientists. Let's do that. We talking about a country that gives the, the kids worse food or food comparable to the prison. Oh, yeah. Exactly. So then they got them dressing like the prison folks too. Let them kids wear some jeans and tennis shoes. Exactly. Like, what's the difference? Let them wear some jeans. I concur. Like, they need to be comfortable. When you go to college, there's no uniforms. So, basically, you've taken away basic choices and personality 
you know, you find out who you are by your clothes. That's how you identify with the things that you like and your swag. Yes. So you can't have a drip. Right. If everybody got the same shit on. Unless you like matching. And again, that just brings more attention to whatever flaws you might have, because we all got the same thing on. So if somebody's gonna be a bully, let me tell you, people who are saying, "Oh, they're gonna rag on their shoes or their clothes," people who are miserable are gonna find something to say about you. And I was bullied, and I had on all the things. Like all the nice things, all the name brand things. People will pick you apart no matter what just because that's just how they are. I <laughs> wouldn't consider myself a bully. But some people that went to school with me <laughs> would consider me a bully. They so, would consider me a bully too and I, I resent you know, that. Kindergarten through fourth grade, I was bullied. But after fourth grade... Just gonna get this work, and then when we got the high school, middle school, high school. You know, you get the kids that's older than you, so you kind of gotta fit, get in where you fit in. So there were times when I would get bullied by dudes that was on steroids and shit, and I just was had to think <laughs> whether or not I wanted to try my luck. But you know, some people on the flip side of that would say, "Hey, you bullied me," so you know, I know it from both. If somebody said I bullied them, it wasn't on purpose. It wasn't intentional. To me, I was just messing with you or just playing and joking. Yeah. But you took it a different kind of way. Because I was just fun, loving, like to have fun, mess with people, get a laugh, joke, comedian. But, you know, some people can't take jokes. And so they looked at it like William. But the true bullies that want to sit there and take your money. And yeah, shit, and to hold your oh, side down. By the time I got to high school, I, I sought them people out. I was not scared of fighting them. Mm. I just needed you to throw the first punch. Wow! So you didn't get in trouble. Well, what do you? What do you? I bet you don't miss. It's like the haters. It's right? like, look, I'm wearing a uniform. I've still been getting bullied. Like this whole uniform stuff not finna work. It doesn't work. And then they be trying to do. So how do you get bullied with a uniform on? Well, they like, pick you apart. They'll find something to say about you, no matter what. It's. Yeah, so that's just my point. Something they start talking about your house and your parents. Oh your no! So yeah, tell them about these kids online. So these kids online will talk about somebody for living in an apartment, and I'm like, first of all, you don't even have a job. How are you shitting on somebody for living in an apartment? And, and then I'm no just names. sitting there like, no, no names. But I'm just sitting there like, okay, so you gonna buy my house? You, you gonna get him that? Right. Since, since you wanna talk all that, you you go you gonna buy them them shoes, you gonna buy them them clothes. Why you talking about them then? Like, you don't feed them, you don't do nothing. That's so weird. Like, Y'all have about. a weird culture on I even heard Ain't no culture. Kids be like, I live in a two story, you live in a one story. Yes. It, it, we, I, we or your them. mom is this. first of all, when we were coming up, you could you had to leave parents out of it because if you didn't, you that was gonna be a fight. You got I told a mama joke one time to a person I considered a friend, and they wanted to fight me. Yeah, because you can't and talk about time, people's mom. I couldn't understand 
Why do you want to fight me? His mom was cool as hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, she used to give me a ride to um, a little summer job. So then, yeah, why did and you talk so about her? Because we was joking. Mm-mm. And the only thing I could think of was a mama joke. Cold. And he uh, got like. So it was like a mad. general mama joke. It wasn't like yeah, zeroed in on her. Like, it wasn't. Yes. I didn't really know. Okay. It. Okay. And so, but he got mad. It's like, because he, you know, like any man should or any boy should. He loved his mama. Yeah. And I couldn't understand at the time why he got so mad. And I refused to fight him. Not because I was scared of him. Because you but were because his friend. I really truly considered But he had friend. to defend his mom's honor. Yeah, and so in hindsight, I understand why he got so mad. And why he did not allow. He didn't give a fuck who you was. You was not finna talk about his mama. Yeah, y'all and kids I is different. I adapted that logic of like, you know what? I love my mom too. So yeah. I think I was more so about my grandmother, especially after she passed. Yeah. But. But even my Kids mom, are cruel like, though. You're not gonna disrespect neither one of my parents in my presence. They don't care. They, they would take that. They would take your trauma, your weakness. I mean, it's a cold world though. Yeah, it's, it's a cold world. Online. They'll take your. They'll take anything, and they'll just put it against you. That's how I got in one fight. There's some that was talking too much. They went out of pocket. He threw the first hit. He's like, "You ain't gonna do nothing." I, I just hit him. I embarrassed him because like everybody thought I was weak. <laughs> I'm not weak. I just don't feel like fighting nobody because it's a waste of time. Thank and you. Who wants to walk around <laughs> mad? That's that's. You needed to go see somebody. If you gotta walk around always trying to start a fight with somebody, seek whatever's wrong with you and go handle that and leave yeah, me out of it. Yeah. Basically, well, thank you for your time. Uh, focus. Uh, you you got anything to plug your YouTube channel? Anything? Yeah. Uh. Hey, YouTube channel. It's THG um, Focus. I have a clan. Okay. So, well, check him out. Um, is it THG Focus or THG underscore Focus? Uh, my Instagram is THG dot underscore dot Focus. Follow the Instagram. Okay. Okay, thank you. Kick rocks. Okay, now um, we're going to uh, get into... A couple of little other topics here. Um, we this Danny Lee chick. I don't. I don't know what she does other than basically disrespect the baby's baby mama on Instagram and Twitter. That's all I've ever seen. I've never heard of a song except for this Yellowbone song that but, she has. I, mean, I don't care, but also. No, I'm not even going to say what I want to say. But she got a song called Yellowbone. And my question is... Did y'all hear a snippet of her dance? (laughs) Some horrible ass... I think that's her song. That shit was like in the guise of Lil Yachty, but worse. I think that it was like a test song. Like it was... I feel like that was a rough copy. And maybe she was feeling it out. Um, but so the history for me is all I've seen is shout out to the shade room. She's on the shade room and the baby, which he's a horrible, toxic human being for letting this go down. It's not that I'd have to even know him. I don't even have to know you to know why are you putting two women against each other like this? If you don't want to be with your child's mother anymore, that's fine. 
But you do not have to let this girl disrespect the mother of your child. You have a daughter. Your daughter is brown skinned. He, it's been a week almost and he hasn't even said anything about this yellow bone song. So what's going to happen, the baby, when your daughter is getting these same little colorisms vibes that you giving to your baby mama? Didn't Charlamagne say he put yellow circles on the comments? Oh, yeah, he put yellow circles. I guess that means he likes it. I'm just laughing because Little about midget. a year or two ago, I was, uh, you know, I like Lil Baby's music. The Baby. I mean, The Baby's music. Yeah, because we like Lil Baby. The Baby. Yeah. You're right. And so, I was seeing little stuff that he was doing in real life. You know, I don't fall for I started for, taking up on him. I don't fault him for the, uh, the, the dudes the uh, fight? approaching him at uh, the little house in Atlanta or whatever, talking about some chicken and shit. Oh, really? I was okay with that. But some of the other stuff I saw him doing, like having let his bodyguard beat up people and him jumping on people outside of a Jumping females. Outside of the little dude he beat up that I won't say, I won't even say the dude's name. The dude he beat up in the little jewelry store. Like, I thought that was warranted because that dude was being a dumbass. But... Mm-hmm. This is little other stuff I would hear about the baby, and I'm just like, yeah, he got character issues when it comes to certain stuff. Like, he it's because he's five two. He's like, not. He's one of those niggas that they let in music because he ain't gonna never. Because they, they can control him. him. They they didn't think he'd ever progress <laughs> progress past being a nigga, nigga. Well, who said he did? So he because he still can, just like right now, like. He's another one of those futures to me. It's like, how do you Toxic put him ass. on any kind of pedestal? Well, no, stop, stop. We're not talking about him being a man, but futures music is fire. We we gonna separate that man from his music. Stick talk. So, stick talk. You want to separate the baby from his music? No, I still listen to the baby, but, but I don't, don't like separate. that. No, I still listen to the baby, but okay. I don't like how he doing his baby okay. mama. If you don't like her no more, because you're a rapper now, nope. and you got nope. you options. Congratulations. You gonna let me Go ahead. Get it you up, bro. You gonna separate Future from his music? No. No, you're not? I, I mean, no, I'm going to separate Future. You're gonna separate Future from his music. You're gonna separate the baby from his music. But you're not gonna separate R. Kelly from his music? I can't, I never really liked R. Kelly that much. Can I be honest? Yeah. I mean, it was cool, but God, we were children when that came out. We were children when that came out. After the show, it's the after party, and after the party, it's the hotel. I like Jay. Dennis Riley, Chris. Hey, what up, Jay? Hey, hey. Anyway, we can't sing any of that because we can't pay for it. What up, Jay? Look, we're not doing that. What I'm saying is, so back to the the yellow bone. But I I still watch the Cosby Show. I feel uneasy about it. I ain't gonna lie. I feel a certain kind of way trying to listen to R. Kelly. Because I think, who is he talking about? Is he talking about a kid or a grown lady? Yeah. Ooh, nasty. Back to the baby and his chick that ain't black. Right. So then, so back to that. So what I'm saying, I'm just building it up here. So this girl, she posts videos of her dancing with the baby, you know, and, you know, basically saying he's with me. 
But also, he has a kid with this lady, so he's going to have to see her no matter what. It's not like this child could travel by herself. So, I would hate for it to be that he was playing both of y'all. Because then both of y'all look stupid. And I just wish that um, the baby's um, child's mother can move on. Like, I hope that she's moving on and not worried about him. Because basically the song is saying, Yellowbone is what he want. And, you know, Charlemagne, shout out to him, was saying, well, she can be proud about her skin tone. She can. First of all, we've seen it done way better. Like, Beyonce says she stunt yellow bony. Nobody was mad about that. Because it's B. And the song was fire. Hell, I even seen that part. And I ain't no yellow bone. But I seen that part. Because it was dope. I mean, I like the way she slid that off in there. And she's beautiful. And she's a black woman who is a yellow bone. Danny Lay is Dominican. Now, I went to school with a Dominican person. And back in the 90s, when I went to school, I know I'm giving my age up. But that person would get upset when we would call him black. He was like, I'm not black. I'm Dominican. Like, being black was bad. So, all of a sudden now, whenever anybody want to use the N-word or uh, disrespect us any kind of way, then they want to be black. And so she's saying that she's Dominican, she's black, so she can say yellow bone, and she is okay that she's proud of her skin tone. But you left out the part that it's not like the baby's, uh, baby mama's yellow. She's brown skin. I mean, in all the music, they talk about how yellow bones are pretty. So really, that song is not, not even warranted or needed. If she would have talked about uh, I'm light yellow bone and I'm bad and shout out to all my sisters and some shit like that, then I could see, because brown skin is not about you know, brown skin I'm girl. brown skin and I'm better than no, but she said oh, the she because I'm light skin. He want me? Yeah, yellow bone is what he want. Like, you know, that's what he really wanted. He, want he, he, he settled for you, but he, he really wants me. Like yeah. And that's where the shit gets toxic and horrible. Because you shouldn't even want him. If that's what he told you, you should run for the hills. Because what kind of colorism shit is that? And what is he going to want next? A white girl? And then are you going to be upset about that? Danny Lee or Lay, whatever your name is? Exactly. Like, go sit down somewhere. What annoys me is when... So, I'm black mixed with black, right? I would consider myself looking like what a black person looks like. We do come in an array of colors and shout out to all the colors. But, I grew up in an era where it was horrible to be dark-skinned. I was the girl that they was like... Oh, you pretty for a dark-skinned girl or a pretty black this. Like, I I don't understand why we're still going through that in 2020. But people are always going to perpetuate that. You got Kodak Black. That's why I don't fool with him. Because what did he say? He said that stupid shit about, I don't want to talk to a dark-skinned girl. Dark-skinned girls are mean. And I want to come home to a light-skinned girl because they are... 
nicer. First of all, shout out to my light skinned sisters. I have light skinned friends. I they're all women are women, okay? So trying to put a color on a woman and correlating who's nicer with who's meaner, that's not no. It's inaccurate and it's disrespectful. Because, like, what are you trying to say? That they're pushovers because their skin is lighter? That's whack. Well, what do you have to say about it? I mean... Colorism. I just... The thing is... I guess the, the other argument, aside the argument that they made was... She's Dominican. Not black. But... In those Latino countries of the Dominican Republic, and uh, Cuba, Cuba, and um, some of those other places, yeah, they do have light skin, dark skin, black, the uh, dark skin, brown skin, light skin. Yeah, around the world, so though, dark skin is can't not hold her to that. Mm-hmm. But again, if the baby's baby mama is brown skin and she just not coming out with this song, it's about the baby mama and she hating on brown skin women. Yeah. People as a whole, I always think it's weird when they talk about dark skin, light skin, brown skin, and then they do it and have a preference. Yeah. Just fucking fall in love. Right. Love who you love because they love you and you love them. Quit fetishizing people. approaching chicks that's light skin and your soulmate might be dark skin. Right. You only approaching chicks that's dark skin and your soulmate might be brown skin. You haven't found someone because you... Or looking for love with prerequisites. Yeah. Meanwhile, you balding. Man or woman has to be and you're short. Six foot, six foot five, or five six, so two hundred pounds or three, whatever your prerequisite is. It's yeah. not necessary. It's not necessary. Fall in love with somebody. It's okay to be attracted to somebody, but damn, like to be all everybody. So if that's the case, I don't know how this world will go on. If everybody wants to talk to a light-skinned girl, there's not enough. People got to stop teaching their kids that that's cute. Like, I actually, you know, grew up with somebody telling me, well, their their grandmother told them don't date me because they're my kid. You know, if we had kids, they would be dark-skinned. Like, that's a bad thing. That's what we got to stop. We are black, right? We're descendants of slaves. I mean, last time I checked, slaves look like me. They don't look like... The ones that were light-skinned, unfortunately, was the master's children with the slaves. Take that how you want it. Like, that's not to say that that's bad for them because... They're humans who have to live in this world, but do you know what kind of, like, stigma and trauma that came with? Their own daddy probably didn't even love them because they were part black. Yeah, like, so all I'm saying is just stop that, man. These rappers got it. They got people thinking that every, what's his name, Young Bird? That almost got a bitch ass. Talking about I don't do dark butts. That's fine. Why would you even have to say that? That sounds so disrespectful. Anyway. Yeah, nah, I ain't gonna say it. Alright. So, <laughs> yeah, nah, I ain't gonna say it. But it's just, <laughs> it's just, I don't know. 
I mean, people should have spent more time talking about how whack the song is. Yeah, the song is stupid. And she should just not put And she's out. not that cute. I actually haven't found the full version of, of the song. I think, I'm telling y'all you, it was like a snippet. Y'all, y'all can't see my air quotes, but. Remember I snippets? Put, I put, you know, <laughs> air quotes. I haven't seen this. I've only heard snippets of the song, and it's all horrible. So, again, I don't know how serious she was about it, which another reason why I believe it was a diss track to the baby mama, but I can't tell another man how to treat that baby mama, but I would think that that would cause chaos between the baby and his baby mama, and that would be something he wouldn't want. And looking and so, back, what is your daughter going to say when she's old enough yeah. to get a hold of any of this? But you know, that's a whole other conversation that we could have about men and women and black men and black women and divide between us. Because yeah, it's bad. That shit is just something that I'm confused as to why Black men think it's cool or a good thing to have a strained relationship with our women. Yeah. By and large. Yeah. And it could be just, like I've said, maybe I need to change my friends on Facebook or figure out how to redo this Facebook algorithm. algorithm. Yeah. Because maybe it's just a little small circle that I've been in. And that's not true by and large, but Facebook and the people and the posts that I see just make it seem like... I just feel like I see dudes going out of their way to disrespect black women. Right, and they're not even with black women, so why are you worried about it? For me, this was another way to try to target a black woman. Yeah. Bitch, you not black. Y'all can give me that Afro-Latino shit all you want. Right. But when the police roll up, you motherfuckers are not associated with us. Nobody and wants to be black until they making a rap song. Want to listen to hip hop and all this other shit and try to steal our swag and everything else. But then when we start talking about uh, equity mm. and social justice and stuff, they want to become the most conservative motherfuckers in the room. Yep. So for that reason, again, I'm just like, who is this bitch? Right. Like, why do we give a fuck about her? Right. And if she made a weak ass song like that, clearly she's not a good artist because I see she was interviewed by The Breakfast Club two years ago and she ain't had a hit yet. And this damn show ain't going to be it. Yeah, because the, the Breakfast Club can't blow you up. You're not meant to blow up, honey, because the Breakfast Club can blow anybody up. Shout out to them. Shout out to Envy, Ye, and Charlemagne the God for sure. Like I said, if they can't, if you they can help you, you can't be helped, sugar. But um, um, the, what I had, the only thing left I have is verses, which I mean, it was good. I don't really have a lot to say about it. Ashanti sounded really good live. I was really surprised. Like I guess I had never seen like live performance unfortunately from Ashanti she looked amazing she sounded great Keisha looked amazing she sounded great um we had to wait a little bit for Keish but I think it was worth it I'm glad she brought our OT Genesis uh, got to see hear some hits you know it brought me back uh to the early 2000s you think she knew the time can we contribute that to her just not keeping up with or knowing the time well, unfortunately, they were saying that her screen was blurry and stuff. Like, she was there. She just wouldn't come on the camera. And, and again, shout out to Ashanti. Ashanti is a class act. She did not get mad. Like, she didn't 
get annoyed. She, she played alone. Show, she didn't show anger. But, but I, I, man, I respect her. Man, that that's some professionalism, you know, for your ass that she was able to just be keep it moving. It was all love. I love that they were singing each other's songs, you know. And and I thought it was gonna be a wash. Like I thought Keisha was gonna wash her because I'm a big Keisha Cole fan. Love Keisha Cole. But no, I I I still don't know who won. It was kind of a tie. Keisha Cole. Mm. Well, Keisha was singing. Playing songs that you quote unquote wrote but didn't perform, you lost. Oh, so you think the J? Well, I don't like Jennifer Lopez that much. So I was like, really, we got to bring these songs out. So I mean, but shout out to her for writing for Jennifer Lopez. She getting that writer's credit, that writer's money. Because, you know, they love, the pop world love Jennifer Lopez. So, you know, she was getting, if we was in stream time, huh, Ashanti would, I mean, she still paid, but she would be more paid. You know what I'm saying? Like, just off of uh, doing that stuff for J-Lo. So, I'm proud of her. Um, she did real good. Like I said, Keisha did a good job. I liked that she brought out OT Genesis because as soon as that song came on, I was singing the OT Genesis version. I can't unhear it, so she might as well just do a remix. I heard it here first. The, one of the verses that they need to do, it needs to be a karaoke verses. Yeah. It needs to be OT Genesis mm-hmm. versus 21 Savage. Yeah, I'm here for it. Yeah, because 21 Savage Live was... Pretty amazing during the Keisha Cole or Shanti versus. Either that or that show with LL Cool J and Chrissy Teigen never come back. Lip service, lip sync. Them dudes need to be on it. Yeah, but no, we want to hear their voices. We want to hear them sing. Aren't they lip syncing when they do that show? Or are they singing? No, they lip syncing. I think a couple times you can hear them on the mic. Okay. But but that's what I'm saying. If we can't get it on the verses, at least. Keep them on lip sync service or with lip sync or whatever lip sync battle or whatever. It's yeah, called. yeah, I forgot what. Yeah, lip sync battle. I think. Yeah, put them on that shit. Yeah, it was it was good though. Um, I liked it. I don't know who's up next, but I'm sure Timbo and Swiss got something cooking. That'll be dope. So I'm ready for it. Um, well, that's our show. Um, no, Blurs and nerds. Look at that. She just gonna just cut me off. Like, I ain't sitting here. Boy, I tell you, these alpha women are. No, no, uh, not the alpha women. No. What you got? Just real quick. Conor McGregor went night night. Oh, he did? See, I don't know. Tell me. Dustin Poirier knocked his ass out. How many rounds? Second round. What? Night night. And I Conor went to McGregor, bed early, y'all. Conor McGregor was, you know, he, I, I think he won the first round. He, I don't, uh, I, I don't know what happened to him in the second round. Dustin Poirier found his, his his range and just started teeing off on Conor McGregor. And I just hate that somebody took a picture of Conor McGregor like he was literally asleep. Yo, he wasn't literally asleep, but he did get knocked out. I can't believe it. He got paid though. Yeah. So I just wanted to, you know, just real quick. Well, speaking of fights, isn't the uh, Jake Paul got another fight? Who? Jake Paul has um, another fight. I don't, I 
Joe Rogan saying that boy can fight. He probably can compared to 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 people that's untrained. Nah, he said he's trained. Actual experienced boxers would beat the shit out of his No, he said the dude can train. Says the person that wanted to try to fight goddamn Wesley Snipes, but is supposed to be trained, but ain't never had a fight. Oh, because he was Blade? He wants to fight Blade, not Wesley Snipes. Well, apparently he was insulted at the fact that somebody told him Wesley Snipes would whoop his ass or some shit. Well, because he's in shape? To get the goddamn fight. And so, Wesley Snipes was like, no, thank you, I'm sure. So, no, they were supposed to do it. How so, old is Wesley Snipes? No, that was like 10, 15, 20 years ago. Oh. Like before Blade 2 or 3 came out there. Oh. Like, but something happened. I don't know if Wesley Snipes got in trouble or somebody backed out, but it didn't happen. So, yeah, I don't give a fuck what he said. Him or Michael J. White. Michael J. White can actually fight. But nigga, you wasn't. You did well, but you the question is, so just how long has it been since Michael Jai White had a fight that wasn't on a Medea movie? <laughs> he did them kickboxing movies, whatever the fuck that was. <laughs> what? <laughs> I've never seen. What's Again, the movie? I'm talking about Vin, Undisputed. What's the Vin Vong Round? Vin Bong Sway? Yeah, he did um, part two. Undisputed? Yeah, he did part two. I don't think I saw that. Of course you didn't see it. It was a Michael Jai White movie. Who the fuck watched it? I mean, I don't have a problem with Michael Jai White. Let's not say that. But just undisputed, the, the first one was really Michael good. Michael Jai White shit that never came out mainstream, I think, but should have, was the Mortal Kombat shit that he did for, uh, what's that red something, red trailers, red something with mm-hmm. fan-made movies. No, I don't know anything about this. And he's been... Google Michael Jai White Mortal Kombat in that little series. Uh, like yeah. I said, he's a little older now, though. And I like Michael Jai White. I do, but I don't think he's wanting to fight anymore. Like No, nah, he's just a student of the fight. You know, yeah, like I think... Never Back Down? Is that what you're talking oh, about? Man, what are you doing? That's a fighting movie that he was in. That's what I'm looking at. Maybe I'll go no. and watch all the Michael Undisputed 2. Undisputed 2. I ain't talking about Never Back Down. That's Back a Down. fighting movie that he was in. You know. I believe it was in the sequel. To what? Soldier. Oh, Universal Soldier. They should have stopped that number one. Like, we get it. They're souped up so Red Band. That's what the shit was called. Oh. It was a Red Band version of Mortal Kombat. When we, when we finish recording this, you're going to watch it. Um, No, I'm going to finish watching this Kansas City Buffalo game. Man, this game, game over with. It's 21-9 with 21 seconds left in the second quarter. All right. That was all yeah. Right. We'll talk about alpha males and alpha females on the next episode. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll, you know, a little sneak peek. But until then... Um, rate, review, subscribe, and uh, tell on, a friend, tell a friend, we share. We on Facebook, we on Instagram, we on uh, uh, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get TikTok, your podcast. Write us, we'll Twitter, give advice if you want, or there. just topics that you want to hear us talk about. So, get at us, advice, anything, yeah, anything, everything. <laughs> Anything. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, so this has been Blurred Perspective. I'm Lady L. I'm Brother Rue. Until next time.